Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Podcorn. What is Podcorn, I hear you ask? Well, it is the must-use tool for any business looking to advertise and any podcast looking for sponsors. I know the hardest thing about starting a podcast was trying to find people to sponsor the show, but Podcorn takes away that difficulty in its easy-to-use marketplace. Podcasts of all sizes can browse the dozens and dozens of potential sponsors to find the right ones that suit their show. They get to set their own rates and get to collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. They even get the option to do ad reads, interviews, topical discussions, and more. What's the catch I hear you say? Surely, if you use Podcorn, you give up the rights to your show? No, 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 no. You silly goose, that's not true at all. Not only do you not give up any of the show's rights, but Podcorn help you every step of the way to ensure you're protected and compensated for all the hard work that you do. I know how hard you need to work to put together a show. And getting paid by a sponsor, a brand that I like, use and trust, is a dream come true. It's all free and so easy to use. So who doesn't love something that's free? So go check out the link in the show's description and head over to podcorn.com. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com. The must-use tool for anyone serious about podcasting. And radio check. It's Friday the... Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then! Saturday, Sunday, what? Yeah, it's okay. On the show today, we predict everything that will happen at the Monaco GP. Norris signs himself an extension and much, much more. But first, we need to hand the mic over to a man and that man can stiffen up any Red Bull bendy wing. He could beat up Thanos and Isis at the same time with one hand tied behind his back. You know that man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Fermé show. 
Here is your host, Colby. That is right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your main squeeze. Colby back again. What the hell kind of upload day is this? Didn't think you'd hear from the Caldopotamus today. Well, happy birthday, my lovelies, because the watering hole is open and I implore you to waddle down and take a sip from the swamp of Formula One goodness. Ooh-wee. It is a big one. But please keep an eye out. I seem to have misplaced my Fermi. If you do find it, you better park it on up in there. It's going to be a tight fit, but you can just, just get it in. Just get it in. We'll make it work. As it is the Park It In My Fermi show, the show that talks all things Formula One. <laughs> all the news, discussion, opinions, beef, chicken, drama, love triangles, Mazepin, spins, and more. And we are at Monaco. Oh, it's so good to be back. So excited. I think Kimmy is about to call and invite me to party on his yacht with him. I cannot wait. But it is episode number 39 here, and it's a big one. But if you've missed out on any of the previous episodes, head over to parkitinmyfermate.com. Catch up on all the episodes there. They're just sitting there, juicy, golden, ripe, ready for the plucking. Please enjoy, and better yet, look down at that listening device of yours. Oh yeah, that's the one. See that subscribe and follow button? Give it a wink. And a little bit of a slap and tickle. And gently caress it with the tip. Of your finger. Not enough. Not enough. I don't blame you. You want more. And I'm going to deliver like a midwife. Head over to the socials. At Park It In My Fermi on Twitter, Insta and Facebook. I'm there. But what are we going to talk about? Well. Well, 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 well. Pull up a chair. Uncle Cody is going to tell you tales and wonder and magic. As we break down, predict everything that is going to happen at Monaco as well as look look into the mirror and ask ourselves certain questions. What are the big things that are going to happen at Monaco? Not just the everyday Mazepin's going to spin. No, 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 no. But what are the big things? Oh, oh, I got, I got some stuff here. It's going to make us all rich if we go to our go to our bookies and just play some bets. Oh, we're going to be rich, boys and girls. But enough of the jibber-jabbering. Grab a glass of vino, sit down by the roaring fire, and let's begin with the news. No, no, news, 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 news. Cody, Formula One news. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news. It's the pimp news, pimp news. Didn't steal this, it's definitely the pimp news, pimp news, pimp news coming through your ears right now. Pocket in my Fermi, Formula One news, pimp news, yeah. That's exactly right. It is the Pimp News, and we don't have a lot of news to cover, but one thing I'm definitely going to bring up and talk about is Lando Norris. Excellent work. Winner here. McLaren, Zach Brown, Lando Norris, even Danny Rick. I'm going to say he's one of the winners as well because Lando Norris has signed an extension. Oh, yes. I'm not talking about Ron Jeremy rocking up, whipping it out, and getting him to sign that extension. No, 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 no. He's signed an extension. He's agreed to race beyond 2022, 2023, and beyond. McLaren, excellent pickup there by McLaren and Zach Brown. He announced it on his Instagram. This is what Lando had to say. My goal is to win races and world championships. And over the last three years, McLaren have shown me that they're able to build a car for me to do that in. 
I had my first podium with McLaren and I'll have my first win with McLaren. Let's continue what we started. I agree. He will. He looks great. He's had a couple of podiums now with him and I think he's going to get a win this season. Take that to the bank. McLaren CEO Zach Brown said, I'm delighted with the extension of our agreement with Lando for 2022 and beyond. He's been instrumental in our return to form here at McLaren and we're proud of the growth he's shown since he started back in 2017. Well said, Zach. Well done getting that. He's, he's one of those talents. He's one of the futures of F1. Uh, the way that the way that we've got uh, Hamilton dominating now, Max, Max is still one of the futures as well. Red Bull have done well to keep him on board. But it's good to lock him up because right now I think if McLaren could also get an extension with Danny Rick, get him there for a few years. Getting those that one-two punch from Danny Rick and Lando Norris, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. McLaren will be winning world championships. I'm just I'm just putting it out. It all comes down to obviously what's going to happen next year, but with the regulation changes. But let me know. Head on over to the socials at Parking in My Fermi, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Do you agree? Do you think? This was a good move by McLaren. I, I can't see any negative. No downside, obviously, without knowing the details of the contract. Without seeing, you know, that he's demanding $150 million a year or something like that. But everything's looking good to me. Keep doing you, McLaren. Well done, well done. But ladies and gentlemen, it's short, sharp and shiny today. That's it for the news. So moving on, we are back, baby in Monaco and I'm excited one of the main events of the season usually Monaco is a little bit of a drag I love it personally but the race itself is a bit it's a bit meh but it's got that first race of the season feel about it it's been two years since we've raced there so we get all excited like at the start of the season we're all excited about Australia and Albert Park but the Melbourne circuit is fucking boring we just think it's a good GP because our brains have tricked us into it. We were starved of F1 for so long that the circuit would be crowned the greatest if it hosted the opening round. And that's what Monaco feels like this weekend. We haven't had it for a while. Absence makes the heart grow fonder and it is growing. My heart and my bulge, I am so excited for this race. But there are some chances of rain. It looks like the bulk of it's gonna skip the GP and start on a Monday, which is a bloody stitch up. But nevertheless, we are here to talk all things Monaco breakdown, everything that will happen in every sector, every lap, every corner, every session. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm a little bit excited. Now we have the issue of Monaco being boring when it comes to overtaking. Yes, it is difficult. I just watched the 93 Monaco race with center and Hill at the end. Oh, phenomenal. He was basically inside Senna. Almost had entered him unwillingly, but Senna held on because it's impossible to overtake. That is the downside. But now we have TRS. We have some tires that hopefully will drop off like they did in uh, whatever that last race. What was the last race we had? Spain, Spanish Grand Prix, the second to Barcelona, Catalonia. So hopefully these tires drop off like that. A bit of unpredictability. We'll have some back markers here that will cause havoc up and down the grid. You know, Mazepin and Schumacher and Latifi, they're going to be at the back. People won't know what to do. 
So look, we need to start off by talking about free practice. Let's break it on down. So on a Thursday, don't forget, probably starting as I upload this episode, it's going to be a great few practices as well. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing how these three rookies take on the Monaco circuit in an F1 car, that is. I've seen, I know they've taken it on before. I think Mazepin will spin. It's going to happen, and a crash here can really fuck everything up for everyone. It will be a red flag this session. I'm predicting it. FP1, red flag. We'll get at least one red flag in FP1 or FP2. I'm, I'm predicting FP1. In terms of pace, I predict the Ferraris and McLarens to really battle it out, out front. Yes, you heard me. Don't be surprised if Charles Leclerc is the leader of the pack after FP1. Kimi will be on a flying lap and he'll pull over to go onto a super yacht and chat up some babes. It's going to happen. But Charles Leclerc, you heard it here. Ferrari FP1 up the front. There you go. FP3. Well, it will be a bit of a meh kind of session. You know, just getting the eye in. We'll see our Mercedes and one Red Bull car up the front. Take a guess at who that is. They are going to be dialing it in, getting ready for the main event of the weekend, which of course is qualifying. We will see this working out what tyres to go with, whether it's one lap or two laps, whether to go early or not. There is a little bit more to Monaco qualifying than any other track. Sonoda will swear a lot and we will all think it's quite cute and half the field will argue with Mazepin is holding him up. They're the things that are going to happen in FP3. Moving on, this is what you want to talk about. Let's talk about qualifying. The big mama. The showdown. Where we separate the men from the boys. Ooh, wee! It's a big one. And I cannot wait to watch it. Q1 is going to cause drama for the weekend. Q1 is where it's at. Okay, everyone thinks of Q2, Q3. No, no, no. Q1. You know why? Because we've got 20 cars out. There is going to be a shock exit in Q1. And I think we are going to have an effort to see the cars get out early and set a lap. They're going to be fighting, jumping at the bit to try and get out there. There aren't going to be too many mind games in Q1, however. It's going to be get out early, avoid the yellows and other drivers crashing and get a lap time in early so you can advance. I think there will be another yellow and a red flag in Q1. Some drivers will push themselves and go off the track and as a result they will fuck it up for the few that are remaining. I believe we will see a big name scalp in Q1 as well. The two Haas boys, Mazepin and Schumacher will be gone. Latifi and Vettel will be gone. And Sainz. Yeah, no stutter, no mistake there. I think Carlos Sainz spins, gets caught, and is unable to set a decent lap time because of some bat markers. They get in his way, he has some trouble in the yellows, and they get him. Carlos Sainz is out of here in Q1. We're moving on, Q2 time. It's here, and it's not all fun and games. Max Hamilton are gonna go up the, they're gonna go out hard, up in front. But the big surprise in Q2 is that Charles Leclerc he will set the fastest time. Danny Rick is up there as well. He's on the track. He loves and in a car that he's starting to understand. They look really good now. Danny is putting that pressure on as well. No yellows or reds in Q2. But some surprises in the outs. Kimi and racing car Jesus. Antonio Giovinazzi for the Alfa Romeos. Gone. Alonso. Gone. Stroll. Gone. Ocon, gone. Yes, you heard me. I, I, I believe we could be onto a Williams in Q3. 
George Russell has spent the week in Monaco shirtless everywhere he goes. He is ready. Vitamin D. He's good to go. Got that tan. He's getting into Q3. Q3, the big boys. They're out here now. There is some hesitation. They, they all set their initial laps. Just getting some times on the board. The Williams goes out after them. Waits till the track is, is all his. Sets an awesome time too. He's looking pretty good, but then it's time. There's two minutes left. Enough time for a flying lap. The car starts circling. Danny, Rick, Norris up front. The McLarens, they want to set their times early. And they also want to show off their livery. How's that livery? Oh my lord, looking very, very nice. Very, very sexy. Sexiest car on the grid. They set an amazing time. Sonoda is holding up the pack and no one can buy him. Hamilton, Bot, Ver. Hambot Vera unable to set times. They can't get across the line in time. Leclerc and Perez set phenomenal times. It's Leclerc P1. Perez P2. Danny Rick P3. Daniel Ricciardo. Lando Norris P4. Maxi Bond P5. Hamilton P6. Bottas P7. Gasly P8. Sonoda P9. George Russell P10. What a quality that was. Simply incredible. I'm, I'm exhausted from that. I am exhausted. Are you guys fired up? I am fired up. But alas, we have a race to worry about now. Perez, horrible start. Danny and Norris get him off the line. The strategy is underwhelming. Cars are going through the motions and we aren't going to see too many more changes throughout the race. The podium is simple. Leclerc, Danny Rick, Lando Norris, one, two, three. Maxi Boy finishes fourth. Perez fifth, Hamilton sixth. And all of a sudden, the championship is turned up on its head. Leclerc dives into the pool. He forgets all of a sudden he can't actually swim and he drowns. Carlos Sainz pulls him out of the water, starts giving him mouth to mouth. The girls around the paddock swoon at the sight of the two hotties kissing and Carlos cannot save him. Charles is lost forever. <laughs> what a phenomenal ending. What a race that was. We had a death. We had some homosexual kissing. We, it, it had everything. Everything I want in a race at least. Well, no need for you guys to watch the race anymore. I've just spoiled the whole thing for you. I've told you everything that'll happen. What do you guys think? Head on over to the socials. at park it in my family. And let me know. Slide into the DMs like Carlos's tongue slid into Charles's mouth. Probably. And I'll be there waiting and ready to catch you so you don't fall. But enough mucking around. It's time to get real serious because it's now time. Oh, your stat of the week. I'm a stat man. Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stat time. Yeah. Oh, so much stats. So many stats. I don't know if this intro is even long enough. There's that many stats. Uh, stats, stats, stats. Yeah. Ooh, so many stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Rumor has it that my intro in a few weeks' time will be twice as long. No, I'm just kidding. It is stat of the week time. I am a stat man. And we're going to have a stat. It's going to involve Monaco. It's more a stat about DNFs. Because Monaco, she's famous for them. Not as famous as the United States, mind you. Oh, when it comes to DNF records... US and Monaco really are at the top of the list. Let's start off at like in 2005, the United States Grand Prix had only six cars finishing. Only six cars finished that race. 
However, this is not the race with the most retirements in history due to the same amount of cars starting as well as finishing. It only started famously with six cars. I think there was a tyre issue back in the tyre wars from memory. One of them had a bit of an issue, so all the cars running that tyre had to not start the race. So let's move on to the 96 Monaco GP. A track that holds the record for least amount of drivers finishing a race with only three. There were, they did change it because uh, they raced 75% race distance and so they gave it to, to seven drivers actually finished the race out of the 21 who started, giving 14 actual retirements. And at most 18 if you want to actually count all the cars that were no longer running. But seven drivers still got points, three only finished. So the answer, the most, least amount of drivers finishing a race, most DNFs. Oh, let's go to 1984 USGP East at Detroit. It saw only six of the running 26 drivers classified as finishers. So there were 20 retirements. Martin Brundle would later be disqualified, probably for Pervin on Chicks, leaving there only being five classified finishers. How's that for your stat of the week? But 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 He's a stat man. Oh, that was a good stat. It really was. Yeah, such a good stat. Such a such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat man. Hey, let's go on with the show. Cool, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, guys, it's now time for Cody's Top 5. Oh, yeah, Top 5 Things That'll Happen This Weekend. We need to discuss the top 5 things that are going to be happening in Monaco. These aren't the nitty-gritty easy predictions. Like Mazepin spins. Kimmy jumps onto a yacht. These are the things you take and you run down to your bookie. You place on a race, make millions, give the Cordopotamus a slice of that wealth pie, and we all retire as kings. So, it is now time for... Cody's Top 5. Top 5 things that will happen in Monaco this weekend. Number 5, Danny Rick or Charles Leclerc are making it to the podium. With Monaco, a lot of shit can happen. There will be a lot of DNFs. In fact, we, we once famously had that race with only three cars finishing in Monaco. So I can see a lot of DNS occurring, especially with three rookies on the grid, a Max Verstappen pushing it to the limits, and Perez struggling with form, and a Danny Rick just finding his. It will be these two that shock the world and finish on the podium, not together. And by shock the world, I mean everyone that doesn't listen to this podcast. You guys are the smart ones. You know what's up. But either Danny Rick or Charles Leclerc will finish on that podium number four there'll be three red flags over the weekend i'm telling you there'll be three of them i predict there'll be three red flags one in free practice one in quali and one in the race the narrow streets mean that everything is hard to get to if a crash happens and it needs to be craned out of there it will take a long time to do so and in the super cautious world that we're in now they aren't going to allow safety cars to roll on by when they can just stop the race and get a cool, sexy restart. That is number four. Number three on... Cody's Top, top five. five Things That Are Happening This Weekend in Monaco. Mazepin will be black flagged. I'm saying it right now. He will ignore blue flags. Not intentionally. I just think he won't be able to let anyone past him. He won't know how to get out of anyone's way. He'll be holding everyone up at times. And as a result, we will see the stewards just black flag him. 
if he if he hasn't already crashed. He will be black flagged. I'm telling you this right now. Take it to the bank number two. George Russell's gonna score a point. Oh, 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 oh baby. Look. There'll be a few DNFs. The field will be bunched up for most of the race. He will qualify well as he is Mr. Saturday. All signs are pointing to this happening. And because of all this, he will manage to get himself a 10th place finish. He will celebrate as if he'd won the driver's championship and we will he just will be drowning in Monaco beauties for the next few days. They'll probably make him king. I assume there's still a king or something like that in Monaco. That's what's going to happen. George Russell's going to point. You heard it here first. Number one on... Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5 things that are going to happen in Monaco. Max and Hamilton will put on a show again. It's just what they do. Look, it has been a great start to the season so far. Both drivers having their best starts ever. And this race won't be any different. Both drivers will compete. And they'll be neck and neck. It'll be like Senna versus Hill from 93. Where it comes down to the final few laps in Hamilton. Won't be able to pass Verstappen. Verstappen will hold on and claim his first Monaco victory. A victory every race car driver dreams of. That's what I think will actually happen. Uh, you heard me mucking around earlier. What's going to happen is these two are going to put on a bloody show. And Charles Leclerc or Danny Rick, they're going to be coming in third. That's what's actually going to happen. So what do you guys think? That was... Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5 things that are going to happen at Monaco. What have I missed out on? What things are going to happen that that I didn't I didn't say? What are the other wonderful things that will happen? Head on over to the socials. Ah, park it in my family. Try and argue with me. I dare you. Bring it to me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, short, sharp, and shiny show today. We needed to get it out there quickly. Snuck up on us, didn't it? Monaco, she's here Thursday. Free practice about to start. But remember, if you haven't subscribed. Hit the subscribe button, follow button, all that jazz so you can be one of the first in the world to hear my soothing, sexy, sweet sounds twice a week. Ooh, ooh, wee. Of course, head on over to the pucketinmyfairmate.com if you've missed out on any of the 38, now 39 episodes with this bad puppy out there. Oh, we are creeping up 40, coming up next week. Oh, the naughty 40, oh, it's coming up. Head on over to the socials. Give it a little like. Twitter, Insta, Facebook, app parking in my fair, mate. I'm there. Slide into the DMs if you're so inclined. I'll be sitting back welcoming you because that's just what I do. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.